morning and welcome. It's We Are Live. Hi, I'm Chris Denman. Travis Ray will be here momentarily. <sighs> We're live from Midcoast Studio in Grand Center, St. Louis, Missouri. Excited to be here. It's Tuesday. Hope you're having a great day as well. Why haven't you hit share yet on the Facebook stream? That's all I want to know. Joining me in studio correctly, the great Chris Gardner, Stream Queen, Scooter King. Hello, sir. I didn't know if you were done yet. Okay. Mm. Good yeah, there's morning. not much else to say about you. Yeah. That uh, kind of covers it all. Good morning, gentleman. Mm. And good morning. Walnuts. Mm. How are you doing today? Good. Working on it? Mm. Yeah. Feeling good? So far. Yeah? Yeah. All right. I'm feeling all right. Are you? No. Not Why? really. I don't know. Did you get drunk? Nope. Not a drop last night. Maybe it's you. Smoke pot? No, I don't do that. Heroin? I haven't dabbled. Crack? Uh, not to dust? my knowledge. Not to my knowledge. Molly. I don't like to get wet. Hmm. Wouldn't Molly make me feel good? I don't know. I've never tried it. Yeah. I'm fine. I can call Sean again and I just, ask. Yeah, that's true. You woke him up last time, though. I'd wake him up today, too. Yeah, probably so. Uh, on the show today, we'll do some Make It Racist. We've got several topics to jump into. Uh, I saw this, and uh, I immediately thought of you, and I don't know if that's a good thing. Uh, did you see this? And this is super interesting to start a show on. Uh, vinyls out, poised to outsell CDs for the first time since 1986. I did see that. I immediately thought of you, and I don't even know that you're even a vinyl nerd, per se. No. But I mean, I'll go to like to Vintage Vinyl or the record shop. Or we whatever, all do, and, right? Know. It's all like, oh, cool. But uh, I don't know why. Can you tell me why I associated that with you? Um, it's probably because, especially recently, I've talked about how when I was younger, like in the mid-90s, let's say, in the mid-90s, mm -hmm. when I was really starting to get a CD collection going. Columbia House. Yeah, that was part of it. Yes, of course. That, that's what I thought the future of technology was. Like as a 16-year-old, as I'm sitting there listening to, you know, what's the story, Morning Glory, on my, my CD by Oasis, let's say, what was that, 1995, um, I was, yeah, this is the wave of the future. This is where information will be stored whatever burning cds like oh i gotta get the right cd for for data to mm -hmm. make sure i can save files on it too or burn songs straight onto the cd itself like, that's where i thought everything would be right 10 to 15 years later obviously i was wrong but now we're going back in time again here it seems to where the technology before CDs has become popular once again. What was it, Wayne's World 2, where uh, Cassandra bemoaned the fact that her album may not ever be on vinyl? On vinyl. Mm. Of course it will be now. Yeah. Or would be. Would be. Crucial taunt. Yeah, because even like the newer, like, and I, and I showed the picture here, like Taylor Swift's 1989. That's just a few years old. That's on vinyl. Everything's on vinyl. Arcade Fire's Everything Now's on oh, vinyl. Oh, I didn't think you'd mention that one. Yeah. I just wanted to bring that up. But it's, uh, I don't know if that's helped shops what, at uh, all. 
What? Oh, record shops? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know that it's... I don't know that that means that it's new. Is correct. It, is it new that they're including in this, or is it just kind of recirculating? Yeah. Don't, don't you feel like that? I mean... I just think it means that people are possibly buying less and less of things in st- stores that are vinyl or CD. Right. Well, I, and I shouldn't say that. I don't know for sure. Well, and then records become a collector's thing, and it's not just... Uh, I mean, it's more about the experience. It's not about yeah. the functionality or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, CDs you could take with you. And at the time, that seemed to work. But I don't know. It's interesting. Do they have portable record players? Like, you could put it in your car. Probably. Probably something. So you take the record player. Uh-huh. You connect the cassette to okay. the record player like you would the disc man. Got it. And put it into the cassette of your, let's say... 98 Camry, mm-hmm. and so then you can play your record player in your. You set it on like the passenger seat. Somebody you can play has, your record player in the car. If if not exhibit, and uh, the fine people at uh, Pimp My Ride, mm-hmm. someone has installed a record player in a car before. They'd have to have some kind of a weird shock system set up, but. Uh, yeah, Pimp My Ride would be a good call there. Yeah, I think so. Do you, do you miss exhibit? No. <laughs> be quite honest. Did you no. enjoy Exhibit? It was all right. It was all right. <laughs> Saw him at the Sprite Liquid Mix Tour in yeah. 2002. It's, I haven't thought about him in a while, so I guess I didn't miss him or I don't f- miss him. I feel like somebody somewhere is listening to Exhibit right now. Who? What kind of person? One of his relatives. Okay. <laughs> or him. Or him. He's like, yeah, man, I really killed it. And then he was, uh, wait, and then he was on another, I don't know. Well, shout out to Exhibit. Well, we do shout outs at the end of the show, mm-hmm. but we'll, uh, we'll get into That's that more. New thing. <laughs> you like the new old thing? It's like vinyl. We're yeah. bringing it back. Shout out. I, I had been wondering if this would eventually happen, though. Just because I know people, I do know people were buying more and more vinyl than I had right. you know, seen in the past. People had collections. And so we just admit people that still go. I mean, you go to an antique store, and there are people flipping through there looking for a record to score, something like that. Right. Um, and the fact that newer albums are put on vinyl still shows that there's at least a sense that people would pine for something. I don't know how much, but they would at least. Buy it. At worst, it's uh, hey, I've got this on vinyl. Yeah, and they don't actually use it that much. I don't know, and I don't know how many people have, you know, a record player still or whatever. Like I do. Um. So I don't know how many people would have that. Especially the car one that we're developing, if it's not developed already. <laughs> what kind of a shock system would it have to have? It would have to look <sighs> like something that like. Would have been on the Jetsons, like, like that you would think would be in the future. It would have to be like in a bigger car for the record player, mm. where it would like, they would have a mechanism that would fold out of the dash. Okay, so like a late 70s Lincoln. Or it's like in the back of a van. Okay. And connected through the speaker system, like in the back of the van, and it's got its own little setup. Did your family ever have a conversion van? Um... No, we would rent them for family trips from time to time, though. Um, I could think of one in time in particular, going to Colorado when I was 21, uh, that we took a conversion van. But we never had 
We never had a van. Hmm. Had a Mercury Sable. I saw that was a big car. I saw a sticker uh, over the weekend, and it said like it was on a van, uh, and it was on a van, and it said, um, "Damn it, what did it say?" It was essentially like you all say it'll never happen about getting a minivan or something. Because yeah. <laughs> apparently, you know, once I guess you have kids, then it's like it makes the most sense in the world because it's affordable and oh, yeah. you can actually. I liked watching people change. Yeah, my lawyer. Like part of the dream team. He was a city boy. Mm-hmm. Loved living in the city. Um, him and his wife had a house over by the botanical garden in the Shaw neighborhood. You know, and they started having kids. He he was kind of a douche that drove a BMW. Three series. Uh, I can't even remember what okay. it was. Uh, he had like a BMW hat that was in the back seat of his car. I remember borrowing the car from him one weekend when he was out of town, and I would wear the hat and drive through the park and wave at other BMW drivers and laugh at myself. <laughs> They're like, hey, they think this is it. I was like, ah, douche. Uh, so, but watching that develop, like, move out of that neighborhood into, um, you know, a place with character like De Pere, um, Right. Move out to De Pere, get a nice house with some siding. Got some good siding on that. Good for him. Yeah. Um, but also get rid of his car, get a Ford. The wife gets a minivan. So to go from that to train, and it's it's not the only couple I've seen. I know a, another friend of mine and his wife moved from Dogtown five houses down from my lawyer into De Pere as well. It's like De Pere is where they go. I, and I don't know what it is about De Pere. But it must be the schools, I guess. It must be the schools. I guess. And if it makes sense and if it's easy, yeah, I, I totally get it. Your priorities change and you're not, you don't need to be close to, you know, a bar or something like that he'll or come, whatever it is. He'll come by the local watering hole from time to time. Pop in. And I'll walk in. He might be sitting at my table, which oh. I do not like. Wow. Um, well, that's, whew, what an asshole. And I'll walk in and I'll be, what you doing here? Hmm. We don't like your kind around here. Go back across Skinka. <laughs> Get back out to the county. And so I do that to him whenever I... Good for you. Yeah. Do you feel better about yourself when you do that? Yeah, I do. Good. I make myself smile. That's all that matters mm-hmm. for the most part. But I've watched that transition with a number of people. Absolutely. And then you also get it, too. It's like... Sometimes you don't want to, uh, and this isn't all, and I get it, maybe this is a bad stereotype, but this happened to a friend of mine. His, uh, his six-month-old and his, uh, his wife, they had a really nice place over, I guess, in between Fox Park and mm-hmm. whatever you would call that neighborhood by Benton Park. and Benton Sula- Park? On the way to Soulard and Benton Park. But if you're in Fox Park and you just keep going, mm-hmm. either way. Yeah, somebody just gets shot in his front yard. Had nothing to do with him. Did they live? It's like, no, oh. no. His no. wife called him. It's like, hey, there's a dead body in our front yard. Okay, so is dead. They moved to uh, suburban Illinois about. Oh, Illinois. I don't know. I three months later. I've known another couple that has made the yeah. venture over to Illinois. Right, but can you? You can't argue that. Now, I remember making a joke and a guy getting pissed at me at a wedding. It was a guy, and I was like 28 at the time, and I was visiting from Kansas City. And when I lived in St. Louis, prior to living in Kansas City, I lived in, you know, the city. And, uh, and I grew up in a rural area or whatever. 
So we had spent the entire night smoking cigars at this wedding reception, and it was somebody's dad, super nice guy, was an executive somewhere, mm -hmm. and lived in Kirkwood. And uh, at some point, I was just, just joking around, and I said, I was like, ah, but what's up with the two and a half kids in a Labrador, huh? You know, or like Labradoodle, I probably said. And uh, Labradoodles. And, uh, and I was like, it's just so funny, because whenever I visit and I go through Kirkwood, there's literally... There's always that. I was like, it's always just funny, right? And he was like, it's a good place to live. And like walked off. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, what do you want? You should have gone, uh, Webster? I was, like, <laughs> I was like, dude, I live in... Stoke those rivalries. I live in... I was like, I live in Waldo in Kansas City, which is like, I don't know, Maplewood uh -huh. or something. If Maplewood were part of St. Louis City, like it's a... It's a, you know, hippies with graduate degrees. I was like, I'm not claiming any street cred here, but I was just... <laughs> Good place to he was not happy, and we did not speak about the rest of it. I was like, "Did we just hang out for like an hour or two? Mm. He'd had enough. <laughs> Man, that really, yeah, it, it hit a nerve. Those Kirkwood folk. I was gonna say, I was like, "Hey, man, I mean, you know, if, do you have two and a half kids in Labrador? Because if you don't, then you could at least see where I'm." We have a Thanksgiving Day football game between high school rivals every year. <laughs> Triangle Assassin says, "Is it Chettle of them?" Chetalum. I don't think it's that. I, I don't. You know what I'm talking about? There's a there's a piano bar called Keepers there. I'm sure you've been there. <laughs> I have been to Keepers. <laughs> I know a couple of people that used to work there. Do, yeah. yeah. And then a friend of mine actually had uh, owns an art gallery across the street. Mm. So I, Oh, would, yeah, I know where you're at. We would go to the art gallery for uh, whatever they had going on, event they had going on that night, and then walk across the street to Keepers for a few drinks, too. Get some piano music in. How'd it work? It was very good. We would uh, get ripe and drunk. Uh huh. Enjoy ourselves. <laughs> Had to watch yourself walking back and forth across the street, though. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta Who's be careful. The I'm gonna go to the art gallery and use the bathroom. <laughs> uh, real quick, I want to tell everybody our friend Carly Lawrence is emceeing a very fun event, September 20th and 21st in. Farmington, Missouri. That's right. They've got a little diversity uh, in the two and a half kids in a Labradoodle. It's usually two and a half kids in a mutt of some sort. Uh, FarmingtonFallFest.com is a website. You can go see all the event scheduling, the barbecue contest, the craft beer garden. Uh, entertainment is going to be exciting this year. Marquise Knox, headlining, big timer from here in St. Louis. He's doing wonderful things right now, working with ZZ Top. And uh, among other things, he plays all throughout St. Louis. You'll really enjoy him. It's Farmington Fall Fest, brews, blues, and barbecue. Again, you can get tickets online for special tastings, for VIP stuff. You'll have great beers like Charleville. Uh, Narwhals is coming down. They're from up here. They'll mm -hmm. be there. Uh, all kinds of great things from Main and Mill, McIntyre Cider, Public House Brewing Company out of Rolla. Crown Valley is going to be represented. All kinds of wonderful drinks, food, and entertainment at the Farmington Fall Fest. And again, our friend Carly Lawrence will be emceeing the event. We'll be down there. And uh, Gardner, I think they have over 70 craft vendors. Um, so maybe In you'll Murphy Settlement. And you'll maybe see yourself a, uh, a new crystal you can buy. I don't mm -hmm. know. We'll get into that. But they have a 5K. And again, uh, you got to get down have some fun. Farmington crystal. Fall Fest. By the way, Charger Crystals this Friday, folks. What's going on? Uh, we got a full moon on Friday the 13th. A full moon on Friday the 13th. So Charger Crystals. This is going to be a good charging Friday. Plus, you have uh, 
loop trolley going on that. So you got loop trolley happen, loop trolley comedy happening on Friday the thirteenth of a full moon. What's that mean? Are we gonna have people chasing black cats around and stuff? Or Travis? Travis Terrell has entered the building. Hey, welcome to We Are Live. Nope. nope. Mm -mm. A little bit behind. Okay. I'll, I'll catch up. Shocking. Catching up. I see we were talking about crystals and... and no, and, I did a Farmington Fall Fest live uh -huh. read, which okay. you can attend September 20th and 21st. Oh, can I? In beautiful, beautiful Farmington, Missouri. Downtown. I've been to downtown Farmington, Missouri. I've I've seen some things. You have. I've Why do you have gardener's helmet on? I I scooted to all the way from North County. No, you didn't. That's not a thing. I I did. It was I was not possible. You, you would people saw week. me on seventy. They would. The rental scooters don't have a charge that could hold that long. Mm. Maybe the new Spence. You'll be impressed what the folks out in North County can do to those scooters. Oh really? No, they're pretty good. We can soup them up and soup it out. They know how to soup up a lithium-ion battery. Uh, I've seen them soup up a Coupe de Ville. Okay. So I am almost certain they can do that to a scooter. I don't think that's how it works. Okay. You lived in North County. You know how it is. I, I did. I don't think they can soup up a lithium-ion battery. Okay. Don't ever doubt North County, especially the brothers and sisters of North County. It's good to see you gents today. Mm -hmm. Chris, back to the button-up and Gardner, looking like the great silver fox that you are. Yeah, that's true. It's the deep blue eyes that help. <laughs> the deep blue eyes. Mm -hmm. Those are those child model eyes. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a sexy child. A child. Can you say sexy child? No. No? No? You did. I'm about to say. Mm -hmm. I see most billionaires can. Why can't the regular folks do the same thing? Not most. I mean. By the way, how sweet is that? Oh, look at that child. Mm. Look at that child. On command with the uh, child photo. That's an adorable kid. That is an adorable child. Oh, hey. I have a couple Hello. of them. There oh, it is. wow. In the holster. That's, uh, again, Awkward Family Photos. Man, if they could just post, <laughs> if Awkward Family Photos could post photos of us regularly and tag We Are Live Radio, our Instagram page got flooded mm. when they posted that. Mm. Shout That's out to Awkward Family here. Photos. I got the Popeyes one. Popeyes. Popeyes. Man, I look good there. And I love that hat. Look at that Elmer Fudd thing. It's almost a mega hat. It close. Maybe that's what inspired the campaign. Man, I just look like a ball player. I'm not gonna lie, that jersey is dope. Do you have? Do, does does Grandma Evans anybody have that jersey no, anywhere? I wonder if we could get it remade somewhere. I love the collar. I love the stripes, and then I love the stars on the side. Is that yeah. are those more Popeyes logos on the side of your jersey? No, I don't think so. They're it's just, just stars. Yeah, I love that jersey. Yeah, I do too. I would love for the Cardinals to adapt that. For their uniforms. Maybe they should have some postseason uniforms. And it should look like that. Did. Yeah, the B-Fib would love that. <laughs> no, I was mentioning as we, you were walking in, because you're going to be performing on the loop trolley this Friday, right? Ding, ding! Goes the trolley. Um, it's also going to be Friday the 13th. Ooh. And a full moon. Oh. So you should have some fun. Oh, man. So... Let me get this straight. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do comedy on perhaps one of the most 
Spooky. And unsafest parts of transportation in St. Louis it's on Friday the 13th so, I mean, doing a full moon. So it's, it's not unsafe. As a performer, I maybe would pump up the venue. Oh, okay. Was, oh, sorry. I'm new to this thing. My bad. Hey, man, come on down to the loop trolley. Nobody Forget what you heard in the news and you've read in the paper. It's comedy. There's been no, there's no danger. No, I don't. I think there's some car insurance companies that yeah, may but disagree no with you. Hurt. Sure. No one's hurt. Okay. Right. Feelings, maybe? Emotionally? Well, yeah. Probably because they didn't park their car within yeah, the white lines. Very properly. true. Very true. See what happens? Lesson learned. That is. <laughs> I'm excited to do comedy this Friday on the Loop Trolley. Come join me and my other friends. Yale, some dudes. Mm-hmm. Is Nathan Norton going to be there? No. Uh,. Angela Smith. Nope. On that list. Not anymore. Angela, okay. Angela picked up a weekend uh, in uh, Ooh, a maybe weekend. Cape Girardeau, oh. and Meredith Hopping will be substituting. Oh. I just happened to see that update. Oh, the white Lisa Leslie is going to be in the building. I like it. I saw Yale tweeting about, because uh, uh, St. Louis Public Radio did a story yesterday about the Hyperloop in Missouri with the headline. Yeah, I was gonna. we got to talk about that. Could be here in like seven years. Um some things are progressing there. Um, it's not Elon Musk and the Boring Company. It would be the Virgin Company. This is uh, Richard Branson. Richard Branson. Yeah. Now, so. see. Now, wait a minute. Now, Richard Branson, ten years ago, was supposed to send a commercial flight into space to go to the moon. Remember mm-hmm. this, Travis? Mm-hmm. And the owner of Flat Branch Pub and Brewing actually put down the deposit on that spot. <laughs> Not even kidding. Did he end up going? No. They did. It never went. And it was supposed to happen a long time ago. Did he end ago. up going? I mean, it was, the, it, the tickets were like $130,000. No, I thought, I thought it was commercial flights into space. Is it, Don't they yeah, still do the commercial? Oh, okay. Yeah, not yeah. to the moon. Well, he said, it, well, I said we would have heard, We would have heard about right. it if they no, went to the moon. No, it, but it, it never it never materialized. But, the, no, but, the, but doesn't he still run commercial flights to space? They don't no, do that anymore? I, I don't know that they've done that. I thought he. I thought they did that. Didn't, uh, who, what did Lance Bass do? Didn't he do that thing? He's going to go up with the cosmonauts. Oh, that's right. He was actually going to go to space space. Oh, shoot. Okay. I thought, I thought, I don't know. I thought they were running commercial flights out into space. I thought that was a thing that rich people already are doing. They might, maybe they're doing it under the radar. Oh, okay. But Richard Branson is now doing the Hyperloop thing. He's got his own version. That's what it seems like. Who do we trust, Elon or Richard? Mm. I might go Richard. I kind of want to trust the South African. I got to trust my people. Or any else. And Googling, can you fly commercial to space? On June 7th, 2019, NASA announced that starting in 2020, the organization aims to start allowing private astronauts to go on the International Space Station with the use of SpaceX's Crew Dragon spacecraft and Boeing's Starliner spacecraft for public astronauts, which is planned to be priced at $35,000 per day. That ain't uh, bad. That ain't bad for a trip to space. Not really. Considering how, how long you got to be up that, there. People spend that in a bar. If you're if you're a professional athlete, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, so we, how many days do you, are you allowed to spend up there? Because uh, I mean, that I mean, sounds like that sounds like something that most millionaires can easily do. That probably cost you maybe around six figures for the full round trip, I'd imagine. Hey, ain't nothing. Virgin Galactic yeah. plans first commercial space flight for this year, 
and this was in 2019. Uh, and there was a 2014 accident and subsequent redesigns. Company, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> why is commercial flight so difficult to space when we've done it several times? Like, as far as like, why why wouldn't the folks at NASA be like, oh, dog, all you need to do is you need a lug wrench, you need to put some rims, bada bing, bada boom, you're in space. Like, like how is it so difficult? But I mean, it's just you're still, I mean, you're going to space. How hard can that be? We have to deal space. with re-entry. Okay. Have you not seen Apollo 13? I've seen prisoners come out of jail. They've done a pretty good job with re-entry. Why can't the astronauts do the same thing? Well, normally when you re-enter from prison, you're not possibly burning alive when you leave the gates of the prison. Okay, touche, but mm -hmm. it's not, it can't be that difficult to go to outer space and then come back. We've done it for almost 60 years. And we've also had accidents that have occurred. Yeah, but have we the ever lost a man in space? We have never lost a man in space. So forget whatever Armageddon said, but we've never lost a man in that space. That we know of. The dinosaurs went to That's space true. and That's couldn't get back. That's also very true. I didn't think about that. And mm -hmm. what about those damn dogs and monkeys? Are they still floating around out there? Somewhere on a uh, planet through, uh, like some, something slipped through a black hole and somewhere a monkey is ruling a planet of uh, lesser evolved humans. That's a fact. Isn't it weird that we're so protective of animals, but we had no problem shooting their ass out into space? I mean, who's protective of animals? The whites. Oh, yeah, it's not, it's not your community. No, well, we know, no. We, <laughs> got fight. Fight. we got fighting to do here on Earth. Yeah. We got time to be sending our yeah. best fighters out into space. Yeah. Why would we send our best fighters to Mars? Hmm. Keep them here. Because there might be aliens there. But so was like so the thing is like if those dogs are out in space and they run into aliens or they make contact, is it they probably can't survive. You don't know that. I'm pretty confident. It's a dog. Dogs are pretty damn smart. Yeah, I don't think a dog's gonna design its own spacesuit though. Plus then if with the suit on, how are you You're gonna so bite something? That's yeah. a good point. Oh, great That's a good point. point. Just that think about yeah, that. Little hatch to uh, yeah, you'd have things. to design it. Yeah, for him to be able to actually add to So then point. you're ineffective actually. Yeah, that's mm. a very good point. So it wouldn't make sense to send him actually. So what you, kinda, you're right. What kind of dog would you send into space? Well, you mentioned a labradoodle earlier and I am very fond of labradoodles. You are. Are you? Mm -hmm. Tomorrow's guest, Doctor Ed of Hillside Animal Hospital, who's in each and every Wednesday, uh, would tell you that's hilarious because it's just a mutt. Hmm. <laughs> well, maybe that's why I find them to be kindred spirits. I'm, I'm game for sending German shepherds out into space. Why? They've had their hand in some terrible moments in history. They deserve to... They're not Nazis. Oh, we don't. Well, they hung out with them. They hung out with Jim Crow police officers as well. Well, so I'm just saying, I'm just dog? saying for years, German shepherds, I don't know why they haven't been thrown into this debate. You're going to blame the dog for being trained a certain way? You know who, uh, you know who flies under the radar? Who is that? Belgian Malinois. Yeah, I, I a lot agree. Of people, a lot of people think they're German shepherds, but they're, uh, they're uh, a more aggressive, sharper, witted, and healthier version of that. Really? Slight difference. What Belgians different. up to? Belgian what? What are they you, called? Malinois. I had that at brunch the other day. Very delicious. <laughs> you hear Belgian and you immediately think of waffle and yeah, then you just that's try to make a not, brunch joke. No, it's not. But that was that's all you could, that's, that's how all. you tied it together. That's how, it that's how your brain works right there. And you can so catch this kind of comedy no. at the Loop Trolley this Friday, September the 13th. 2019. Who's dominating brunch more? Black or white women? 
Yeah. Yeah. 20, 2013. Right now. There's no question what the answer is now. Do you not get to complain about appropriation anymore? See, I feel like brunch was up for grabs. No, it wasn't. You're telling me brunch was, was the whites? Never, it was never up for grabs. It was never. It was always the whites? I tell you what. I think brunch now, white women were Alabama. Black women are Clemson. So I, I think for a while it, had, it was white women dominating the brunch scene. But lately, black women are like Trevor Lawrence in the national championship game. They step up big time. And, and so I would say that's where the rivalry is right now. I, I'm about to lose my mind. If it isn't sight, speaking, it's sound. If it isn't sound, of, it's sight. Speaking of white women. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey. <laughs> large blonde hair just pulled off hey, Travis's shoulder. Be shoulder. distracted. Would you uh, turn the light on? Yeah, distracted. Yeah. Hey, pay attention uh, to that. Yeah, what, <laughs> what color was hey, that man, hair? You ain't gotta, oh, no, now it's blinking. Okay, he stop it. Oh, God. And he just hit me with it. If it's not sight, it's sound. Do you understand? If you see what manifests, do you understand the chaos that's going I don't, on I don't. I am afraid some times? days. I don't know, but I feel like it's like Highway 40 in that head all the time. Mm-hmm. There's a lot going on, my friend. There is. How about you just take a deep breath? Exhale. Oh, God. Oh, God. I don't trust you. Mm-hmm. Exhale. There you go. Good God. So you're going to do comedy on the loop trolley. You did a great job at Happiest Hour, which this week we've got uh, Ricky Royal. Oh, okay. Tina D-Ball. Tina D. Rafe Williams. This is going to be a hell of a show. Ricky made it to the Funny Bone Finals uh, this year. Tina won uh, Helium's competition in 2018. And uh, don't you know it, Rafe Williams won in 2016. So three very talented comedians. Sophie's Happiest Hour this Thursday. 6 Jack p.m. lives here. That's in right. Jack Sparrow Jack will be in the nope. building on third. Nope, that's Schlafly not the Jack. specials, Jack Daniels specials. Come join us. 3224 Locust right here in Grand Center. And it's a free comedy that's every right. Thursday. We've got Jack Happiest Clark hour. showing up. And, of mm-hmm. course, the Schlafly family oh, will be Jack. in attendance. So that's going to be a crazy Thursday. You know, I can catch up. So Thursday. Oh, did you work with him when he was? I a, was his producer during that when time. He had the, when he had the meltdown, or the when he said the thing about pool holes? No. Before oh, okay. That. Oh, okay. I was about to say, before are that. we legally liable now? No, okay. but there were a lot of people that were. And he and didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, I know, but you know, yeah. you know. Mister <laughs> Mister Albert uh, <clears throat> seemed to think litigiously he had a, a point. He had a dream team. Yeah, he had a uh, dream team, Gardner. Albert, you got to give him respect for that. Albert wouldn't have won. If they would have gone. I'm not talking about this any further. And, uh, <laughs> oh, I will. I, I, I will. Uh, yeah. I, Albert, I, would, a, Albert wouldn't have won. I don't know. And we're not insinuating anything or doing anything No, because uh, what I'm saying is this, is that Jack said he was told by someone that this is what the deal was, right? Jack so, was not lying that someone told him that. So in a sense, he, it's an yeah, allegedly. Got it. I worked with him for a little while. He would not lie about that. that is about not, hearing it. Yeah, about it. Yeah. But litigiously speaking, from a from a legal standpoint, does that completely protect an individual just because you Saying, heard hey, someone tell you said? So I can. That's kind of. But that's still you're on a you're on a national you're on a public broadcast. Yeah, and you're, you're asserting telling someone what you, so you were told. Yeah, it'd be like I read the. It would. I don't know. I don't know if it's an individual. You'd have. Wouldn't to you have to throw it. an allegedly in there? 
No, not he didn't allegedly hear it. He heard yeah. it. What do you have to say? I was told that he did. X he player that. allegedly had taken. Wouldn't that been what what he would have no. to say? No, because then he said, did, did the guy say allegedly or no, not? No, the, the guy may have told him, oh, okay, which is okay. true, on, but I'm on, asking. Hold on, hold on, Did the guy who told him say allegedly? If not, then, then no. Then he's just repeating it. Yeah, you're then repeating the, what you're told. Then it would go to, that, no. And I'm this, telling you, this Albert is wouldn't have won. This I'm is not the, saying he would have won, he, but I'm saying is there not responsibility after. on the broadcaster? I, I feel like that's still, not I, necessarily. From I a, just looked this up. So this would be defamation because, so. Jack Clark, you could say, caused the def uh, like it, it it turned into defamation because the other individual shared it with him. Does that make sense? Like he's now this. You're not going to get mad at a at a TV screen for what somebody puts on it. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah, but I understand why Albert took those steps. Oh, and it yeah. worked. Okay, yeah. it scared okay. the shit out of everybody. It worked. Okay, but he just wouldn't have won. Okay. And who knows what, what else could have happened. So, loop trolley, comedy. Here, here's the thing. Jack was not lying when he said that. He was not lying at all. When he said that someone told yes. him that. Yeah. So that's what you need to differentiate. No, I understand that. Yeah. I, I just... There were performance-enhancing accusations. and if, if people I just don't, don't understand. I don't know if I just... I guess maybe my thing I'm thinking in my head, I don't think it's necessarily the truth just because someone else told him what... They correct. It's called a, a source, right? We oh, see this, but when you have to, if you're, but what I'm saying is, I think I understand the irresponsibility of it all when you don't have more to it and you make that leap and that mm -hmm. type of accusation. Like, I can't, I heard that Chris has a small penis. Like, I would understand why Chris is upset because. He knows I'm lying because I've seen that bad boy. Okay. And again, at the same time, someone may have told me different. That doesn't mean what they told me was the truth. Mm -hmm. So that's where I, of I all just... all the examples. I couldn't think of anything better. Of all I tried. the examples. Yeah, I know. I tried. Of all... I mean, a lot of people... I really don't have a response. Women in particular saying. have come up to me and said, it's <laughs> really not that large. Mm -hmm. And I'm going like, it's oh, not the Chris Demon I know. Every time I used to see him, he'd just like, walk around like an elephant trunk. And then, but that doesn't mean but then when you tell what the, they're saying to me is the truth. But mm -hmm. then what you tell when you tell the lie, mm -hmm. why does it have to come back and, mm -hmm. and come, like, if you're going to say the nice thing about me, mm -hmm. can we just keep it nice instead of, <laughs> instead of muddying the waters with, uh, with like, uh, in a world uh, where, in a world where. Do you have to I've have a high rating on Rotten Tomatoes when it comes to your pain? I've known you for 15 years, and the thought that <laughs> mul you're you're now alleging multiple women have came up to you and discussed. Well, I'm sorry, hey, multiple you're, you're women just, and men have just, come up to me see, and said several and then, times that it off. really isn't yeah, that. And we're off. You're more inclined to be sued because you're just straight up lying. I'm, how do you know I'm lying if someone told me did and they, I'm just saying did, what did they, they told tell you? Them? Yes. Who? I don't want to divulge my sources. Oh, okay. Di divulge. Your oh, sources, there you go. Huh? I like that. Divulge. <laughs> Put it on a t-shirt. So you're an idiot. And... Your sources, huh? <laughs> I don't have a source to confirm any of this. Okay, but normally I would say that. In this instance, I did not. Okay. I think you're lying. I don't want to give out the <laughs> list. Of, you, you, want, you want me to give out the list of women the who Travis have said Terrell, that Chris, Chris Denman is... hotline. Okay. The Travis no. Terrell, Chris Denman hotline. Hey, oh. Can you imagine a world where he did talk to people? Hey, hey, so uh, how'd it go? <laughs> <laughs>
that Chris sets up a hotline where they can call me afterwards, so and they funny. can discuss the customer service that was provided to them that evening. What's, what's, I'm, Caddy, I'm Caddyshack. Hi, I'm, I'm Travis Terrell. I'm. And then uh, you Chris argue Dim with them, <laughs> and you're like, "No, I've seen it. Hey, listen, I was not sat, ma'am. Did you use it right? Why right, did you turn it off and then turn it back on? I'm just saying." Mm-hmm. That would be a great service. There are there are several TSA agents that would <laughs> markedly disagree with you. you you're defending me. I'm uh, right. This is a great sketch idea. It's my idea. I just stole it. <laughs> we do a lot of it, isn't it? Yeah, there it is. He tried. I told the best story yesterday. He tried to take that and make a TV show out of it. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, 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 hey! You gotta be quick, Chris. You gotta be quick. They teach you at Sesame Street. How to steal? Right. I was going to say. Just an eavesdrop of people's conversations to he, come up with ideas. That's he, why oh. you're at these coffee shops all the time. <laughs> like, oh, go on. Oh, he man. only listened to the Robin Williams portion of the, uh, of the <laughs> creative process. Rest in peace. Uh, he would steal things and then write checks like and just send it to him hey my bad what <laughs> you didn't know that is that true i want a source on that one don't do don't no, don't it doesn't don't matter i mean the way you go i'm just look man don't be don't be this with robert robin williams i want to say i don't think that's true no, somebody very famous robbie used to do the sets back with uh our good friend john witherspoon john witherspoon would talk highly of robin and his skills oh of course uh travis you late again travis <laughs> Man, I feel like I hear that voice. That's just weird. Is that me? I just feel like I hear him. Mm, uh, I'll look it up. But Travis, uh, you late again. Travis! It's like I hear pops in my head. John Witherspoon. Uh, I'm trying to find this. Why they Hey, don't be dissing. Don't be dissing. No, there's many. Uh, there's a bunch okay. of articles on it. Uh, Williams, to his credit, never really denied it. Simply confessed in the rush of performance, his brain zooming at untold speed. He was... Uh, he reportedly paid out a lot of money to soothe some of the outrage. If he had truly stolen another comic's material, he was known to send a very fat check and restitution. Rumor had it the payments amounted to around $10,000 each, for which for an otherwise destitute comedian must have gone a long way. So, yeah. But there was a, I, I want to say, I, I'll have to find the actual name I was thinking of. But yeah, so that was just something that was brought up. Also, so and Friday. also like, and then it's also common for a lot of comedians to have other comedians write some of their stand-up material Not and they even, pay them out. That's everybody. Yeah. yeah. So, Chris Rock walks around with Neil Brennan and 20 writers. Like, that's what he does. Damn, why can't Like, I he shows up, like, when you were in New York, I guess you weren't at a show he showed up at. But like, if he's working on an hour... He'll literally show up with a crew of like that makes 10 sense. dudes. Yeah. I'm very interested to see this because, uh, one, it's been a really good week for comedy. The last couple of weeks have been very good for comedy. Of course, you had the Dave Chappelle special. I know this week, today, in fact, I think Bill Burr's special Bill is Burr's today. Thing dropped, it's yeah. tonight. And then um, we heard, and he's doing the rounds right now at the Toronto uh, International Film Festival for his Netflix film, Dolomite. But we've just got word recently that Eddie Murphy is setting up a 2020 tour. Wait, Dolomite's on Netflix? Dolomite is going to be a first. So what they're going to do is they're going to put it in theaters for a few weeks. And then they're going to bring it on Netflix uh, oh, right shit. after the run. Yeah. Wow. It's a new thing. Netflix really wants to get their name into the... Uh, the Oscar race a little bit more, put their name out there for award season. Sense. So in order for them to do so, they got to put some of the projects actually in live theaters. So Dolomites, I believe in November, October, oh, November, Lunell's it's coming up. In it. and the, of the show. Uh, and it's very exciting. And 
Eddie, apparently in 2020, not only we're going to be able to see him and coming to America too, which he also talked about at the Toronto International Film Festival, uh, but he's going to apparently do some tours. That's going I to be that. stupid so that, exciting. So that means like if he follows the like Kevin Hart way of doing things, like he's going to go club, 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 theater, 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 special. Right? I'm thinking. I'm thinking. If I if if the if the or math do you think goes he just right, jumps right in. I think if the math is right, and he said this, and he talked about this with Seinfeld. I I think if I think once he's done doing the press rounds for Dolomite, and I think they're wrapping up filming here the next few weeks on Coming to America too. I think once he does that, he'll probably transition to what you just said to the club scenes. He'll probably hit a few spots. I would imagine in New York. He'll probably hit a lot of club spots in New York. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Like, yeah, he's he'll probably be just dropping in. Yeah, he'll probably do that. Maybe bounce. Uh, he'll probably hit some of the major small clubs around the country. And I'm well, thinking, that's what they do. like, like Kevin Hart will just schedule, or like Dave Chappelle will just show up places. Like, and, 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 and 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 Murphy made it clear that he's not. He's not rushing it, and he knows that he needs to hit the smaller clubs to know what works and what doesn't. He he, he spoke about it at length with Seinfeld about how he's not going to get up there with some bullshit. He's not going to get up there. He knows he's rusty. He knows it's been a long time since he's done that. So Sorry, if Judd Apatow can be confident in whatever that Netflix special he put out, I think Eddie will be just fine. I think, But I think Eddie... <laughs> I think Eddie's a very, if it's one thing, uh, as far as if you just watch his career, he's a very smart person. Like, even when there is quote-unquote controversy surrounding Eddie, he doesn't exacerbate the issue to the point where it lingers and he's always in the news and it's, uh, I mean, you go back, what, the big thing, the big. <laughs> Pronounce what you just heard. Exacerbates. No, oh, no, no. Masturbates? No, no. You said exacerbates. I say exacerbates? <laughs> exacerbates? Can we rewind the footage? <laughs> you son of a bitch. No. Why do you do this to He me? doesn't perpicate. Oh, no. He doesn't. Mm. Give me. Oh, shoot. Are we bringing back sentence of the week? This son of a bitch is bringing back sentence of the week, isn't he? You did so well. I was. Doing, I had a good run. It was a good month. It was a good month. Exacerbate. Okay. There's no T in there. You buddy. said he put a T in there and said exacerbate. I did put Exacerbate. Say it again, Mr. Robot Man. Exacerbate. One more time, white man. Exacerbate. Man, it sounds like a T should be in there. Exacerbate. I feel like we should add a T. Exacerbate. Like if black people can add an S to the end of things, I can add a T right in the middle of it. Exacerbate. I feel like there's a. I feel like he was ready to say the T. Say it one more time, Robot Man. Exacerbate. Ah. Uh, Exacerbate. 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 Exorbitant. Mm. Nope. It would make sense that you make it sound like masturbate because it's basically spelled the same. Are you an exacerbator? No, oh, damn, I ever. Point of the matter is exacerbate. <laughs> Eddie Murphy is a very intelligent individual, sure. very smart celebrity. He's been around for a long time, greatly respected. I think he knows better, and I think we're going to get a sweet ass special next year. I hope so. Yeah, but then, but so there's that part where we're like, oh, he can do it. He's great. He's this. He's that. But then, like, when's the last time you enjoyed a, a movie of his? Like, is that just a totally different thing? I don't know. I think is, expectations are going to be so movie, ridiculously high. You know what we should expect? Sandler going back to SNL was f- amazing. Yes. And he, and he looked. I was, and he looked like a man amongst boys. Yes. On that, and he, it was very good. And I can't tell you the last time I watched one of his movies. Like, as a, you know, I, I mean, 
as like he's doing a film with it. Kevin Garnett, by the way. I got to tell you about that later. But yeah, yeah. But Adam Sandler with his if yeah if Eddie can do what Adam did when he returned to SNL, which I believe he will. Um, yeah, it'll be a complete success. I worry only about the stand-up because of expectations. Expect we again we've been Eddie returning to SNL. That's thirty-five years in the making. I'm 35 years old, mm-hmm. so this is, it doesn't get really bigger than that three and a half decades of not being on the show that basically started your career. I don't, I think Eddie will be good. I don't think he'll be what we were used to seeing in the 80s, but then again, a new generation hasn't seen Eddie Murphy stand up in, in decades, so maybe whatever material he comes out with, it'll be a success. I just don't want people to get their hopes up too high because... It's hard to get your fastball back after so many years not doing it, especially in comedy, especially in 2019. A lot has changed. If you look at his last major special, which I think was Delirious, and you look at the current culture of comedy now, I don't, I don't know. That, a lot of that material would not fly in 2019, so I don't know what Eddie has worked on recently, but we shall see. By the way, Dolomite has everybody in. Have you seen that cast? Mm, Craig no. Robinson, Wesley Snipes, Mike Epps. What a hell of a lineup. Sounds really a little good. heavy to one side. Mm. Oh, and then I did find out that James Earl Jones, he said this at TIFF, that James Earl Jones will be a part of Coming to America too. So that's exciting. How old is he? I don't know, but to get James Earl Jones to do a live-action film in 2019, 2020, that's pretty impressive. Was he? Did he do a voice in... Uh, he did Lion King, but he did no press. He was like, hey, he is 80, I don't need that. 88 years young. Shut your face. Are you serious? I don't know. When was the last time we saw James Earl Jones in public? I know he used to do a lot of stage work in New York. Mm-hmm. As a New Yorker, I probably should know this. Where's Tiff? Is that Tax Increment Financing? That is Toronto International Film Festival. Oh, Get it together. Ask the Cardinals about Tiff. Mm. Yeah, I was confused there. Mm. Eddie's 58. Man, he do, have you seen Eddie lately? Great. 58 my ass! Yeah. That guy, the okay. Whole, the whole don't crack thing is not it's, fair. It, man, Eddie living clean. What happened I'm jealous. You? Man, hell if I know. I don't clean? <laughs> Shoot, man, I ain't showered in seven months. Huh? What? But? No. Mm-mm. So Friday, you've got a show on the loop trolley. <laughs> yeah, man, I got Are some jokes. Are you excited? Well, look, I mean, I went up to the Pacific Northwest, right. and I, I'm not going to sit up here and say that I killed, but let's just say I got my OJ on. Huh? <laughs> and that's one of the many jokes you can catch at the loop tro- trolley this Friday, September 13th. Mm. But no, I'm very excited. I, I, I feel like I have a, a double. S- mm? Yeah, we did. I yeah. feel like I have a solid. I didn't want to say anything. I feel like I have a solid five minutes. I don't know how long Yale wants me to go. thought you did great. Thank you. Yeah, don't go so longer. Sour. We don't want you to exacerbate. Thank you. Yeah. Especially on the trolley, if yeah. you know what I mean. Because it can get messy. It's in public. <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited. This is really cool. I'm, I, we've said this before. I'm very proud of Yale for coming up with this really cool idea. And if one thing. Well, he had tweeted about if they get the Hyperloop. He's like, bear with me. Three comedians from Kansas City come here. Three comedians on the way back. Now that'd be fun. Yeah, have you in bed fun. by nine p.m. Mm-hmm. What what's going on with this Hyperloop? So we've got the Loop Trolley Show again. Support Travis. Support our friends uh, Ken Warner and Meredith and Kenny uh, and Yale and whoever we're forgetting. Still researching Hyperloop. I yeah. Is would that you, is that you, really going to happen? What's it supposed? To, it's supposed to be half an hour. Mm-hmm. Would you go get Joe's barbecue and? Come back for lunch. 
Um, nah, I patronize St. Louis. Would you? Do you? Do you legitimately trust something going that fast? We're gonna get there eventually. I mean, I know it sounds stupid because we well were well airplanes that go to die in a terrible accident like that. Because then you can be remembered more. Hmm. I just, I, I, I know it, Hyperloop. I, you're trying to set up your own demise in the Hyperloop. We all gotta die, right? And that'd be the Gardner Hyperloop from then on. I mean, you really stand no chance going that fast, right? That's what you think. Like if I fall off kind of a scooter, I'm probably thing. not gonna die. I mean, you're talking hurt myself. You're going 700 miles per hour. Right. I don't know the room for it's, error. It's I don't very think, small. Yeah, I don't. It's think, very small. I mean, unless there's some type of security mechanism, they're going to ultimately you develop. Have to realize, I would imagine I'm they will try. I'm on borrowed time now. Uh, yeah, you did. You said you thought bears would have taken you out over the last oh, 16 I have, months. And I, I have not. trail cam footage of uh, the Farmington oh, bear, by the way. Oh, no. If we want to review it next hour, we can. But uh, just a quick uh, snippet, we... walking right through. I'll look at it after the show and make a decision then. <laughs> We'll make an editorial decision. Okay, I, feel, I, I feel like I sound like those idiots from the late, late 40s when commercial flights were, became a thing. I, I just, I don't. No, it's insane. I mean, it's crazy. I it's kind of crazy. I hope you can smoke on the Hyperloop. <laughs> I don't, I was, Old school flying. I don't even know if they're, I don't, I'm, I don't really know. really ADD, but uh, how do we feel about everybody saying like this, uh, the vaping thing is killing everybody? You seeing this? Uh, I've seen it. I haven't looked at it at all, though, because I don't vape. Yeah, CDC CDC has uh, called okay. out a few manufacturers specifically, but it, it sounds like the, the the medical community is ultimately saying that there are distributors of certain pens that um, that are not done correctly in a in a fashion that would be healthy. See some of the videos of this thing's blowing up. Yeah, Ooh. it's very 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 dangerous. Um, so, yeah, the vaping thing is... Uh, I guess my thing, I'm just like, we do so much dangerous, stupid stuff anyway. I don't know. I think when the CDC gets involved, I think it's enough for people to start paying attention. I think even the FDA is also getting involved as well. And so They might just want to step back. Yeah, so, but, yeah. They're I trying think, to take away flavored cigars and menthol cigarettes, so... I mean, I think when you got a CDC... Uh, yeah, they're pretty... Well, they're pretty... They're, they're not political. They're not racist as hell. They're located in Atlanta. The CDC. <laughs> I'm talking about the FDA. Oh, the FDA? Yeah. They're have you watched the Chappelle special yet? I have not. Oh, okay. There's a good Atlanta joke in there. Oh, okay. Yeah, I have not seen the uh, Chappelle special. But no, I th- those like, I mean, you mentioned things like vape. You mentioned things like the Hyperloop. Again, I feel like I sound like a 1950s you know, caricature. Well, like, yeah. I don't know about these things right. if they're safe. And right. you're... We later find out that it's just common play in the next 10, 15 years. Yeah, that's and we what all I'm just saying. take Hyperloop that's, that's and we're all vaping. So you've got to get through some certain barriers to get there. But it is cool to be on the other end of that because we have been very lax, if we will, when it comes to new technology. Like we kind of brushed over the cell phone you next think, to your brain you thing. Think planes, like if we make it 500 years from now, you think planes are going to be using jet fuel? I would hope not. Think about the radiation you get being that much closer to the sun. <laughs> I mean, no. You think aliens use, like, fossil fuels to get from planet to planet? Yeah, we that's why know. they keep visiting here. Oh, They're running out of oil. Thank, on you. Their own. No, Thank you, Chris. Well, they needed gold to mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. That's why they genetically engineered us for a period oh, of time. Jesus. See what you yeah. did? It's almost like you just wind them up. Mm. To mine gold for them. Mm-hmm. Go for and then they just kind of left us here. And we all think that I, there's some purpose. I'm legitimately curious <laughs> how you would react to first contact. 
Like I think if anything in my life that I've added to my to-do list is hoping not only for another species, another I beings would, to exist, but I would want to see your be, reaction when they be arrive. Scary. Be would you scary. be afraid? Yeah. I've never seen you afraid in my life. No, it'd be scary in a way because my thing would be is do you have answers for us? We have a lot of questions. What if it turns out they're just neighbors and they're like, I don't know, dude, uh, my planet, uh, my, my problems. What do, you, what do you want from me? That's a little deflating. Because <laughs> I was going to say, like, <laughs> listen You're to supposed me. to be higher intelligence than us. Gardner, literally the face of disappointment that came yeah. over here. Well, that's a very that real thing. Very think, about the, think about all the Can crap you? in the ocean. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Like, that's just because it's on our planet. Maybe oh, funny if the aliens go, we got the same problem too, dog. We're going to be throwing stuff in our waters. <laughs> How, how, how y'all? Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, y'all trying to figure it out yeah. too? That would be the most. <laughs> that's what if that's alien more, technology goes. It's more likely. Oh, y'all got the same issue too? Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah. damn. But you guys don't have an idiot as your leader, do you? What? Oh. Yeah. Huh? It depends on where they're from. If they're from this universe, then yeah, I can see some of that playing out. But if they're from a different universe, like in the multiverse, string theory. Um, <laughs> to where, there like, our go. rules of physics don't apply. Maybe their rules of physics are different. Oh, that, 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 a, okay. That's what you're doing. Oh, actually, I learned. Different I learned elements, yeah, different things true. like that. Do you guys want me to yell Murph a few times? Nah, don't, don't do it. We could. No, don't, don't encourage him. So it depends on where they would be from. If from this universe, then yeah. I mean, we have some relatable things. If from a different universe, it's going to be a lot different, it seems. I'm not confident in that, but it seems. So I would have. I would, would, just, I would just like some some uh, some answers on some stuff. Oh That's all. Hey, do you have at least a few answers for us here? And just like, I know we're trying to decide if, cli- or actually, we've made the decision if uh, there's a such thing as man-made climate change. How do you make people believe what is fact and things like that? Oh, that'd be a good question. You know, like, <laughs> they're like, what do you? You subjugate them, you dumbass. They're like, (laughs) wait, you guys are debating this? But, but yes, we need, that's why I'm saying, do you have any answers? We need some help here. Well, we enslaved three planets. Do we need to do that to yours? But that thing is, probably. Are they going to send their morally competent individuals? That's the question. We're assuming they're sending their best. We don't always send our best. No. So why are we assuming that when the aliens show up, they're going to be like, hey, guys, we're here to help, instead of them going, no, we have a dream team of our own basketball players. We're going to absolutely pollute the rest of your world. We're going to dominate your ass in the Olympics. We're going to build on top of your monuments, and we're just going to keep it moving. We are asses here on Earth. Why are we assuming that when aliens arrive, they're not going to be asses to us? That's fair. Yeah. They just start tossing out the equivalent of Doritos bags on right. Stephen Hawking said... And I quote, and I'm quoting Stephen Hawking here, uh-huh. there's some bad motherfuckers out there. Yeah. He said that. I paraphrase. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm paraphrasing a little bit. But he did ultimately say... What if say, they don't send us the good one? Yes. Which is the way things are going. Like, what if we're being watched, but it's like the entitled son of... Let's let's use God for some reason. Hey, hey, you got to bring him in here. Say Zorg. Well, Thank why'd you, you say him? Her. Oh. Sorry, we're sexist here on Earth. What do you want me to do? No, I'm just, I'm just was wondering if that's. Oh, we're just sexist here. Is he white too? <laughs> Probably. He, is he white? I'm sure. I feel like both aliens would be. <laughs> Before. Rich white. My rich white god. <laughs> Thank you, my rich white god. 
nobody know what a poor black god. Yeah. That'd be something. <laughs> now, what about? <laughs> but what it's about? what if it's his son who's just like, he's the black sheep of the family. That hey, why don't you look over Earth? Yeah. All right. We don't. They done. send us their we're, Eric we, Trump. We were done with them like yes. five thousand years ago. You just kind of look over this one. We've got some Hyperloop thoughts. Uh, the black sheep says, can't wait for the Hyperloop to get up and running, so in five years he can afford to ride the Allegiant Loop to Phoenix. <laughs> I took an Allegiant flight to Phoenix. It was not bad. <laughs> <laughs> the great Tommy Mosslander III. Ugh. If a Hyperloop crashes, it will immediately lose all pressure and the oxygen will get sucked out. What do you think of that, Gardner? Oh. That's right. Tough to smoke with no oxygen. <laughs> That's a good point. It's tough to do a lot of things without oxygen. <laughs> I like that. Put that on a t-shirt. Yeah. It is tough to smoke without oxygen. Tommy and I were texting uh, yesterday afternoon. Okay. How'd that go? About something, uh, an event happening in late November. Thanksgiving? So, no. Well, just maybe, um, maybe there's the possibility of Tommy and I going on a ghost hunt. Oh, God. Oh, we're going to have to send the cameras for that because somebody's not coming back. So we'll see. That'll be a good one. We'll see. Uh, we'll take a break. It's There's some we, interest on both sides. Oh, boy. It's we are live, and uh, we want to thank Tech Electronics for sponsoring the show and helping us outfit the studio, the mics, the cameras, the board. It's a Behringer, everybody. Tech Electronics helped us out with that. They can help you. Uh, Maybe you're running a business. Maybe you're in charge of your IT infrastructure or your uh, alarm systems or anything. They can help you with that. TechElectronics.com. They provide systems and services that help customers work smarter, feel safer, and collaborate more effectively. Technology Services Organization headquartered right here in St. Louis with a network of nine nine offices across the Midwest. That's Tech Electronics. Check them out online. Tech Electronics. We'll take a quick break, let Gardner get a menthol. We'll be right back. It's We Are Live.